the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a battle going on for the souls of men. The taste of war is ever dear. But I am safe within the arms of God's dear bride. She is the keeper of my soul. She is the church of Christ. and gentlemen, Rick Breidenbaugh of the Gospel Defender Ministries. The message that you are about to hear will encourage and equip all who have ears to hear to be Christians clothed with the armor of a Gospel Defender. gentlemen do you really want to go after Jesus not after him in the sense in which the Pharisees and scribes hounded his footsteps there were many men in Jesus's day who were out to get him these persons will not receive our attention at this time those who I have in mind at this particular time are those who want to go after Jesus all the way into everlasting life. Do you want to go after Jesus in the sense of Matthew 16, verse 24? There are not all that many who do. But the question I am asking you in this hour is this. Do you want to go after Jesus? If not, this gospel radio broadcast will do you little good, so you may as well turn your radio dial to some other station. It's too bad if you want nothing to do with Jesus, but the simple truth of the matter is, God does not force anyone to go after his only begotten Son. God has given us a free moral will either to follow or to turn away from Christ. So again, I ask you the question, do you want to go after Jesus? If so, then you have turned your radio dial to the right place. In this hour, let us consider the statement of Jesus in Matthew 16, verse 24, in which he said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. The truth that God has given us a free moral will either to accept or to turn away from salvation in Christ is seen in the fact that Jesus said, 
if any man will come after me. If any man will. Jesus said if. He seems to be saying that it depends upon the decision of each person. And of course we know that this is true. This decision is left up to the individual. If you want to, you can go after Jesus, and if you do not want to, you do not have to go after Jesus. Going after Jesus is a matter of choice, your choice alone. I cannot choose for you, and you cannot choose for me. God the Father wants you to go after Jesus. God the Son wants you to go after Jesus. God the Holy Spirit wants you to go after Jesus. The bride of Christ, the church, wants you to go after Jesus, but the devil and his hell-bound demons do not want you to have anything to do with Jesus. The world isn't interested in this subject one way or the other. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's a tie vote. God and his side are voting you in. The devil and his side are voting you out. So it's left up to you to break the tie vote. You alone are in the position of a tiebreaker. Your vote will clinch either God winning or the devil winning. Either you're going to eternal life or you're going to eternal death. So be extremely careful how you vote. This is the most important vote you will ever cast in your entire life. So as you enter the Salvation Voting Booth, use extreme caution before you pull the lever. The down position is hell, the up position is heaven. Read the voting instructions very carefully. They are found in the Word of God. Do not be an ignorant voter. Read all you can about the candidates for hell. Read all you can about the candidates for heaven. Then, pull that lever. Jesus said, if any man will. Then he said, if any man will come after me. Jesus said, after me. Jesus is talking about how you may come after him, not after someone else. He's not talking about coming after someone other than himself. Be it the preacher, the Bible school teacher, the elder, the deacon, the bishop, the district superintendent, or the head of an assembly, senate, or council. This was not what was in Jesus' mind at this time. How to go after someone other than himself. If you want to go after someone in religion other than Christ, then go ahead. But don't confuse this with going after Christ. But more about this in a moment. Jesus said, if any man will come after me, we see right off that Jesus is going to make this matter of going after him conditional. We may or we may not go after Jesus. If we decide to go after Jesus, we must go after him according to his conditions and not ours or someone else's. These conditions are totally left out of our hands. You cannot go after him in the way you want and then let me go after him in the way I want. If you and I are ever going to go after Jesus, we both must go after him according to his conditions or not go at all. He has taken the conditions out of our hands. Of course, our human nature doesn't much care for this since we all like to do things on our own and in our own way. But when it comes to going after Jesus, 
We're going to have to go after him according to his conditions or go some other way that leads to hell. When Jesus said, if any man will come after me, the first condition he set forth that must be met is that a person must deny himself. If you ever go after Jesus, you will have to deny yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, we may as well face the facts, even though much of the religious world won't. Christianity is a life of self-denial. We don't hear the church saying much about this doctrine of self-denial, but there it is in Matthew 16, verse 24, in black and white, or in red, if you have a red-lettered edition of the Bible. Let him deny himself. Kind of sounds like Jesus is telling us that there may be some things we would like to do and some places we would like to go, but we can't, doesn't it? This is a hard saying, but worthy of all acceptation. The Christian life is a life of self-denial. Not many preachers will tell you this, since this teaching of Jesus will decrease the preacher's number of unrepentant, unconverted members. But if we are going to preach the whole counsel of God, we may as well let the prospect for Christ know this truth along with he who believes and is baptized will be saved. The Lord said it, so we can do nothing else but preach it. The disciple is not above his master. This is particularly a hard saying in the day and age in which we, the church, live. We live in a sports-crazy age. This is especially so as we consider the youth in the church. The boys are playing sports at all times of the school year, and so are the girls. And if the girls aren't playing, they're cheering on the sidelines. And, of course, if you're going to make the team, you've got to be there at practice every night of the week and at the game as well, even if this means that the midweek Lord's Assembly or the night of revival preaching is neglected. After all, what's going to count the most in eternity? Attendance in the Lord's Assembly or attendance at the big game? The impression I received from many parents is that the game is what is most important in this life. If my impression is a correct one, then God have mercy on these parents on the judgment day. The devil's got the kids during the week with their sports, and he's got dad on the weekend with his sports. The devil has a week slated so full of professional sports, it takes four televisions operating simultaneously to get them all in. And woe be under the preacher who would in any way suggest that the church fellowship is supposed to take precedence over a televised checkers final. God have mercy upon the preacher who would even hint that midweek Bible study with the church is more important than basketball sectionals. God forbid that a preacher would dare to hint that the Lord's Supper and prayer on the Lord's Day for the Christian is more exciting than watching someone throw, hit, kick, toss, slam dunk, or eat a ball. But it is a truth that many parents, by their example and encouragement, are teaching their children 
that they can have a ball going to hell. In the last days, perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. If you ever plan to go after Jesus, remember, he said, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Not only this, but Jesus also said, If any man come after me, the second condition he set forth that must be met is that a person must take up his cross. If you ever go after Jesus, you will have to take up your cross. This is, of course, a figurative statement not to be taken literally. It is more popular and more attractive for many to want to take this literally than figuratively these days. We see many persons everywhere wearing a cross. Sometimes they wear more than one at a time. We see crosses hang from ears. We see crosses hang from necks. We see crosses hanging from wrists. We see crosses hanging at the end of chains that are wrapped around waists. We see them on the dashboards of cars and trucks. One time I saw one cross that must have been four feet high lit up on the grill of an 18-wheeler. But the cross of Matthew 16, verse 24, is not a cross of beauty to behold. It is a cross of burden to be borne. It is a cross to bear every day of one's life. If you are going to go after Jesus, there is a cross to bear. You can bear it by God's grace. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I do not believe that there is one bona fide New Testament Christian alive who does not have his own personal cross to bear. Sometimes we do not know what cross each of us is bearing. But be assured, ladies and gentlemen, that those who are faithful, dedicated, consecrated New Testament Christians are bearing a cross of some kind for Jesus. Thank God for our cross. As we carry our own personal cross, we are reminded that without God's help, we will never get to Jesus. As we carry our own personal cross, we are reminded how light our cross is as compared to the one Jesus carried to Golgotha's hill for us. In Oberammergau, Germany, every four years, the Passion Play depicting the crucifixion of Christ is staged. Every town's person is a part of that play. For years, Antone Long played the part of Christ. One day, some tourists came back behind the stage, and a certain woman told her husband to take up the cross, which Long carried for the play. She wanted to take a picture of her husband holding the cross of Christ so that she could show her picture to her friends back home. But the cross was too heavy for her husband to lift. They asked Long why the cross was so heavy, and he said, I cannot play my part well unless I feel the weight of the cross. Ladies and gentlemen, so it is with us who are Christians. If we are to play the part of a Christian well, we must feel the weight of the cross we've been called to bear. 
You and I will never play our part well as Christians unless we feel the weight of the cross of responsibility in the church. Too many people treat their church membership lightly when it ought to be the biggest thing in their lives. Jesus bore a heavy, heavy cross for us. The cross of death, the cross of sin, the cross of separation from his heavenly Father. How in the world can you or I, who are Christians, go down the pathway of life, gaily skipping along as if we have no responsibility to bear in the kingdom of Christ? Not only this, but Jesus also said, If any man will come after me, the third condition he set forth that must be met is that a person must follow me. If you ever, ever go after Jesus, you will have to follow him. This can be a very dangerous thing to do, to try for many people, because this will require many persons to leave their family traditions and the unbiblical and biased fundamentals they have been taught by their denomination concerning the doctrine of immersion in water. Following Jesus will require you to follow him straight to the waters of immersion. We realize that his immersion was to fulfill all, to fulfill all righteousness and not for the remission of sins. He didn't have any to remit. However, in our case, we must be immersed for salvation. Your denomination will not tell you to do this. But remember, if any man will come after me, let him follow me. The one who said this also said in Mark 16, 16, he who believes and is immersed will be saved. Furthermore, the apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 said to repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, if you ever go after Jesus, you will have to follow him to the waters of immersion. Then following your immersion in water for the remission of your sins, if you go after Jesus, you will leave the baptismal tank, pond, lake, creek, river, or whatever, and you will follow him to the assemblies of his body and his bride, the church. In Luke 4:16, it is written, He came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. It was the custom of Jesus to be in the synagogue on the Sabbath day. It was customary, only natural, for Jesus to be found in the assembly of God's people on the day when the Jewish congregational worship was held. Of course, we realize that because Jesus was a Jew who lived under the Old Testament Mosaic dispensation, he kept the Sabbath day, the seventh day, Saturday for worship. The Sabbath passed away at the time of the crucifixion of Christ, along with the other ordinances that were against us and contrary to us. Today, you will find Jesus on the first day of the week, the Lord's Day, Sunday, 
in the assembly of the church when she meets to celebrate his resurrection from the dead. You will not find Jesus anywhere on the Lord's day except in the church when the church is assembled. You will not find him in your living room while you watch religious broadcasts on your television when you could be in the assembly. You will not find him at a family reunion. You will not find him at the Colosseum, the arena, or the stadium. If you will follow Jesus, you will follow him to the church building on the Lord's day and night. Of course, this will stop many persons from following Jesus but as we said in the beginning of this message, God will force you to go nowhere you do not want to go. If any man will come after me, let him follow me. Ladies and gentlemen, are you following him? If so, you have obeyed his plan of salvation and you are a member of his church. There are many in this listening audience who are a member of a church. But are you the member of his church? His church that bears his name, the name of Christ. Following the lead of the Apostle Paul, I must ask you these questions. Is Christ divided? Was Luther crucified for you? Was Calvin crucified for you? Was John the Baptizer crucified for you? Was John Knox crucified for you? Was John Wesley crucified for you? Was Alexander Campbell crucified for you? Was Barton Stone crucified for you? Was Charles Russell crucified for you? Or were you baptized in the name of any of these men? If not, then why not settle for the name Christian and Christian only? Why not remove from your neck the hyphenated Christian name your denomination has hung around your neck? Why not glorify Christ by letting the church wear the only name that truly glorifies him? the Church of Christ. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know, I know that this is going too far for some. But remember, Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. There's a battle going on for the souls of men. The taste of war is ever near. But I am safe within the arms of God's dear bride. She is the keeper of my soul. She is the church of Christ.
Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Ball speaking, and you have just heard another Gospel Defender Ministries radio broadcast brought to you by the gifts of Christians and Churches of Christ who help us to preach all of the word to all of the world. Remember, thus saith the Lord, he who believes and is baptized will be saved. So find someone today who will immerse you into Christ today before it is everlastingly too late. If you would like to receive a written transcript or an audio copy of today's message, or be added to our mailing list for our bi-monthly Gospel Defender Journal, write to us today. All of these materials are free of charge, with no obligation from you now or in the future. Our mailing address is Gospel Defender Ministries, Post Office Box 575, Chillicothe, C-H-I-L-L-I, C-O-T-H-E, Chillicothe, Ohio, zip, 45601. You can also contact us through the World Wide Web at www.gospel-defender.org. We need to hear from you as soon as possible, so please take the time to do it right now. Now, until next time, at this same time, our prayer is that you will be steadfastly set for the defense of the gospel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.